Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to Team Success. Now, you might be a little bit intrigued by the title, Open Files and Black Holes, and I want to tell you where this idea came from. I was talking to one of our wonderful strategic coach clients, and I sort of, at the beginning of our conversation, I always ask, what are you happy about? What's a positive focus? What's a win? And he related that he had just finished meeting with two of his phenomenal team leaders whom I've met, and they were going through one of our tools called the 4x4. And the 4x4 is a really interesting way to lay out your expectations for a role and how someone can win also how they can fail. So just quickly, if you're kind of intrigued by that, we talk about performance. So this is them being alert, curious, responsive, and resourceful. So in this role, what do you want them to be paying attention to? What do you want them to be curious about? What do you want them to respond to? How do you want them to be resourceful? And then the results that you're looking for, which are faster, easier, cheaper, and bigger or better. So then you can really quantify what that looks like too, because how do they know how they're going to measure their success? Then four ways they can be a hero, which we like to put in project form. So in this quarter, what are four ways that they can be a hero? So these are all the different ways they can win. But the most fun column, the one that I enjoy the most, is the drives me crazy column. And this is how they can fail. This is how they can not be successful in terms of supporting you, supporting the organization, supporting the team. So as I was talking with my friend and client, I said, oh, are you finding that as you do these different four by fours that the drives me crazy column stays the same? And again, there's four items in it. He goes, yes, black holes. I'm like, oh, tell me more. So he said, when someone does something or doesn't do it, but doesn't tell me, and I think it's happening, but it's not. So that's what we call a strategic coach, a black hole. And it's terrible. It's like something falls into the abyss and you don't know what happened to it. You're kind of hoping good things are happening, but if they're not, you know, you, we kind of assume the worst. I and mean, it's really important to understand why this is so critical. So my point here in this particular conversation is to make sure that you're alert to setting up people for success, aka letting them know what you expect. But also, if you're a team member listening or a team leader working closely with your entrepreneur or an entrepreneur who's got projects with your team, so this is everybody, it's really important to make sure you've got the communication structures in place so that these things don't happen. So black holes are when, again, something goes into the abyss. You just do not know what is going on with it. So why is this a problem? Well, one of the biggest things, and I was talking about this with my friend, is that the issue is it creates micromanagement. See, what happens is we hope for the best, but with a lack of information, we assume the worst. This is a natural human trait, probably amped up a little bit in the entrepreneurial world. So what happens when they don't hear anything is they assume the worst and then they're all over you. And this is not fun. If you've been the recipient of micromanaging, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you want to almost say, what's the matter? You know, don't you trust me to do my job properly? Well, with a lack of information, they might not actually. So this is a really critical issue. So it's key to understand the emotional part of this, not just the task element of it. A lot of people are really focused on the tasks. And this is where the open file concept comes in. So let me describe this circumstance to you, and I think you will relate, which is kind of fun. So if you've ever asked someone else to do something, again, could be someone above you, same level, below, doesn't really matter in the hierarchy, but you've asked someone else to do something, and, you know, you're someone who has lots of tasks or lots of ideas, and, you know, 
in our scenario, then you come up with another thing. Now, if you've got great people, which you probably do, then they go off and do their task, presumably, but you don't actually know. And when do you remember this? Well, at really inconvenient moments, like you're in the car, maybe you're on speaker, but tough to talk to people sometimes in the car, at three o'clock in the morning when you wake up, in the shower, not an appropriate place to talk to people. And depending on what your consistency factors are in your brain, you may or may not remember for a while. So this can be an open file in your mind for weeks. Now, eventually, you're going to remember at the same time that you see the other person, you might say, oh, whatever happened with that task, that phone call, that to-do, that project? And they hopefully will say, oh, it's handled. And you're like, phew. So you can close that open file. Team members and leaders alike have no idea how much wasted mental energy happens when we don't close open files for others. This is something that we identified and coach in our strategic coach team programs for this reason. Again, the amount of mental energy wasted and the emotional energy, because people are, again, making it up probably wrong, they're presuming the worst, is a very high cost to pay. So we call this the open file syndrome. Now, there's a little bit of a situation that happens sometimes depending on whom you're asking. And that is some of the times the people, when you ask them, is it done yet? Or is it whatever happened? They will go, what's the matter? Don't you trust me? And then you have that sinking feeling in your stomach. And you're like, oh, now I have to walk on eggshells around this person. So one of the things that we coach on a lot is that this is not a trust issue. This is really important for both people to understand. It's not at all a trust issue. It's a communication issue. And it's really important to close the communication loop. So this is where the term open files comes in. It's critical to know how to do this. Now, some people are best in person or on Zoom. Some people need it in writing so they can refer back to it. I'm a huge fan of dashboards. And as I was talking to my friend about this, he says, yes, we use Asana. Asana is great for helping to track the task, where things are at, someone puts in their completion. Great way to do a positive focus, <laughs> you know, check off all the lists. So, you know, having a dashboard, having a tool, having a, a project management system that helps you do this will prevent just so much of the issue that can happen. So definitely taking advantage of technology. And a lot of our clients use Asana. I know people who are huge fans of it. My buddy Nick Sonnenberg talks about it all the time. He loves it. I know lots of other clients are on it. I know some of our clients who coach other people on how to use Asana, which is really exciting. Delegate Solutions comes to mind. So that having those tools handy and making full use of what's possible in those productivity systems is massive. But technology sometimes is not the only solution. Often a people solution can be good too. So I'm also a fan of making sure that you have short, frequent connections with your key team members who are responsible for doing those particular tasks. Again, this works up and down the leadership ladder. So having a short 15-minute meeting allows people to actually problem solve as they go. If they're hitting a roadblock, you're probably going to find out about it. If you don't meet for someone with a month... They could have been stalled in week one, but you're not finding out until week four. And one little idea or suggestion or even just being a sounding board for their ideas could have completely broken through that roadblock that they were experiencing. And you could have been three weeks further down the path. So again, if you're feeling like, oh, you don't want to be bothered with this or you're too busy, those short 
huddles on those tasks, you know, hey, how are you? What's a win? No, let's talk about projects, anything I can help with, any roadblock you're experiencing. How's it going? Where are you making progress? Those are great conversations, and I have them frequently. So people with whom I am working on projects, big and small, we set up regular huddles. And again, we follow that positive focus framework, and then we get into the project. And I like problem solving this way. Sometimes people hit an obstacle, and I'm like, oh, that's going to be way too expensive or way too time consuming, or we can't get there from here. Let's do this instead. Occasionally, we trash the project, very rarely, but often we find a detour or we find a different way of doing it. Or that person comes to me, it's like, I know this isn't working, but what about doing this instead? I'm like, oh, that is so much of a better idea. Let's do that. And then they get the sense that they can share their uncertainties. They can share their concerns. You're not going to come down heavy or hard on them and that you're doing it together. If you are passionate, or even if you just care a little bit about collaborative teamwork, this is the way to do it. Think through projects with people. You know, and now I don't like to be the go-to person for all the answers. I want people to bring their possible solutions, but I love talking them through with people. I love having them come and go, oh, hey, I think I might have a better idea about this. So I really work to create as much safety as I can. It's called psychological safety, where people feel good about bringing things that they think the other person might not want to hear to the circumstance, to the situation. And I want to make it as easy, as, again, safe, as comfortable as possible for people to bring to me both their wins and their challenges, or again, mostly usually their uncertainties, before they get too big. Then you're just solving little tiny problems, not one big problem or mess at the end. That is frustrating. That's when we get annoyed with people. This is then we wonder, is this actually the right person for the role? And that's that's a whole other conversation. So making sure that you have a system to identify and close open files, to make sure that there aren't any black holes, things are not falling into the abyss, and that people know that it's a communication and not a trust issue, I think are critical ways to enhance your teamwork. So I wanted to bring this to your attention today because we can fall into the trap of being a little bit isolated with our tasks, you know, or giving out mandates to other people and hoping, praying sometimes that they're happening, but not really knowing. And I know it just speeds up teamwork so much when you can have these much smaller, faster check-ins in person using technology. And that really helps to accelerate both your teamwork and your results, which is really the purpose of having a successful collaborative team. So I hope this has been useful and inspiring. I hope you are trying to figure out madly right now how you can close open file for others and how they can close them for you in a way that's effective and that you'll remember. And certainly if you have any questions or comments, please let me know at questions at strategicoach.com. And as always, here's to your team success. Mm -hmm.